0: Welcome to One Man's Opinion, brought to you by the Elite Fantasy, Fantasy Guru, and ElitesportsBetting.com. And now, here's your host, Jeff Manns. All right, welcome in, everybody. Another episode of the podcast, Sweeping the Nation. Indeed, it's One Man's Opinion. Thank you ever so much for downloading, subscribing, commenting, favoriting, liking this here podcast we do so appreciate it i am jeff bands of course from fantasyguru.com 2021 fantasy baseball draft guide, in season content as well available. NFL draft season, folks, about to do some banger episodes on the NFL draft in the days and weeks ahead as well. Check it all out at fantasyguru.com, elitefantasy.com, where the cash game breakdowns are posted every weekday morning. Winning money in daily fantasy baseball, courtesy of elitefantasy.com, and of course, legalized sports betting at EliteSportsBetting.com. Follow me, at Jeff underscore Mans, on Twitter. The Jeff Mans on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, and TikTok. And it's a big show today as we begin. We have a full 162 game, at least we hope, season ahead of us in Major League Baseball. This is our MLB preview show. And when I need baseball information, when I need counsel, when I need advice, when I want to talk baseball, I head in one direction. Ray Flowers, Ray Flowers in the house. Ray, welcome to the podcast and
1: thanks for joining me. I thought you were going to say something different. I thought you were going to be funny guy. I almost did.
0: I swear to god I had like <laughs> I was going to say Ted Schuster and then I yep. after what we just witnessed in his draft today, I can't fucking think of doing that so i like like <laughs> i was gonna go tad i always thought jim Bowden, who's your co-host on the the gm show on sunday nights and serious uh, i thought about doing kyle for i was literally in that hang and now nah, I'll, I'll be nice to ray because ray is joining me uh, uh on a whim here um, and his busy day for one happy birthday to you ray by the time people are listening to this
1: uh, oh the, yeah thank you i'm uh, you. a young 41 years old
0: Oh, I love that. I love that you've somehow got younger than me. Why not? Cause everybody else, like <laughs> I, I look up and I'm like, holy shit, this guy's younger. This guy yeah. was, like, younger than me. All of a sudden I wouldn't, you've been slightly older than me for years. And now I wouldn't doubt if you passed me up. Uh, yeah, and probably
1: stay that way, Jeff. Yeah. Probably
0: go the other direction. <laughs> I saw home, So uh, Ray flowers can be found. Obviously FantasyGuru.com, guru.com elite fantasy.com and at baseball guys on Twitter. Of course, Ray, I thought it would be fun today. You know, what i like to do put it on tape i like getting it out there i don't like to hide behind any bullshit you, you know middle of the season like i told you the tigers were gonna win the world Series. i knew you know no 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 I, I just don't too much of that shit in our industry i want to say it with our chest i want to say it today i want to go through every single major league baseball team and you and i talk about what we think of these teams going in to 2021 what do you think about that
1: Yeah, it's a great idea. Uh, We also, we often get, you know, very granular with our analysis. So sometimes it's good to to pull back and look at it a little bit different way. I know that um, Vlad Settler and I did a series of podcasts about a month, month and a half ago at Fantasy Guru, where we went division by division and, you know, spent five minutes talking about each team. I think it's a pretty cool way to look at it
0: yeah absolutely so we'll do that on the show today uh so we'll get into that let's dive right in you know let's not dilly dally because there's a lot of content coming at you everybody um number well before we get to it, how many leagues are you in officially you and I just completed a draft yep. which our first team that we've drafted together and either the first time we've ever done that or the first time in a very long time most likely how many leagues does that make for you in fantasy baseball this year right
1: in that draft I gave you a lot of heat too for the late Taylor Trammell yeah. pick. Um, yeah. Right after we got off the air, Kyle Lewis was placed on the aisle with his knee issue. Yeah. So there you go, Jeff. I knew it. You knew just, it. Yeah, I um, totally knew it. Seven, seven leagues. Uh, I've cut annoying. it down this year I tried to keep it manageable. Um, it's not bad. Yeah, six. there's six real leagues. And then there's the seventh league is Phil Backert, who's doing that offensive league only, mm-hmm. where you set your lineup once a week. We cho- we're choosing seven oh. offensive players, and that's it. Holy cow. So that's not you know it's not really a full league so six and a half i forgot about that league holy shit so i um, am
0: and yeah did i did i holy shit i gotta fill that out as a matter of fact our dude phil back um that makes four for me then
1: Mm. that's more uh, more than
0: you thought right oh i only wanted to do two this really sucks yeah that's um that's more than I thought, but um, nevertheless, it's it always works out that way. that will be more. I'll be uh, highly competitive through July, and then, of course, I'll flake out on waivers, and there you go. That's the this history of my seasons, but nevertheless, we're excited. It's opening day. It's so great. I- I'm just happy, and I don't know. Maybe this is the old man in me, Ray Flowers. Uh, I've done a lot of these podcasts in recent weeks doing you know, a lot of reflecting i talked about cancer i talked about like family stuff i've talked about that I- i'm just so thankful that we appear because we have, do have news today about some COVID issues in washington but it appears we're gonna get a full season and sports are back full time it's a busy time i know you've so damn busy uh, you know since november putting the draft guy together and answering everybody's questions doing all this But I got to keep personally, Ray, I keep reminding myself that this is good. This is good news. This is good times. It's a thrill to be this busy because a year ago, the whole freaking world shut down and we didn't know what was going to happen. So for me, I'm trying to take a little solace and try to take a little stock in it that, hey, this is a good time.
1: Oh, yeah. And uh, it's funny. I was talking to Kyle O'Frank, who uh, we do three podcasts a week, Baseball Elite podcast, if people want to listen to that monday wednesday and saturdays you can find it on itunes and of course at fantasy guru Uh, and we were talking about everything and i I said the same point you raised there that i'm just looking forward to some damn games and Mm -hmm. you know we all are right but you hit on it there i I started writing on november 1st like it's been months and months of me analyzing things so it's nice to be right on the cusp of, of getting some actual game action so we can change from looking back to looking forward
0: absolutely and that's the exciting part in you know transition it's always fun to transition because we've run our course I don't know how many times I could say I love these value Colorado Rockies bats in fantasy at least you know I don't know how many times I could say I really like the LA Angels like I don't know how many (laughs) times I could say the same thing and you know it runs its course now let's see it on the field and I'd much rather be completely wrong than just sit here in limbo and talk about it. You know, let's, let's get down to it. With that in mind, Ray Flowers, let's dive in. Um, let's, it's, by the way, what's the Washington news? Cause that's late breaking. We yeah. don't know where this story is going to go by the time this episode is uploaded and whatnot, but what's the story out of Washington right now?
1: Yeah. What we're hearing is that there is a positive player for COVID. Uh, we don't know who the player is as we record this. We know that five people have been pulled out and separated from the team. One of them um, was a front office, you know, personnel kind of person. And then the rest were players. So there's five players that are being quarantined because they're contact tasting and all of that. Uh, John Heyman reported 32 seconds before we started this podcast that Max Scherzer is still planning to start. So he's not one of the affected players for the nationals, but it sounds like they're going to have a handful of players that aren't going to be uh, eligible to play in game one. And, That's a shame because we basically made it through the entire camp process, Jeff, without COVID really being a thing for Major League Baseball.
0: It's incredible that we did make it that far. And then, of course, day before the season, here we go. But, you know, there's still going to be obstacles. There's no question about it. But I think just professional sports in general, Major League Baseball has gone through a season. The NFL went through a whole season. Basketball's gone through a season and a half. Hockey, the end of last season and, uh, and most of this one. We now have a blueprint on how to trace this stuff, how to track it, how to isolate and all that. And we got vaccines being rolled out too. So I feel a lot better about this, but uh, it's definitely not gone at this point. Let's uh, start putting it on tape here, Ray Flowers. Let's start in the mightiest of all divisions. That's the American league East. Now my, I say that, thinking, all right, this is where the Red Sox and the Yankees just spend $200 million and just run through everybody. But that's not necessarily the case, as the Rays had a very good season last year. Uh, How do you see this division playing out? Who's going to win it?
1: Yeah, and this is a different um, situation for me because I do, like I said, go more granular. I don't don't predict divisions and go lay money on futures and stuff. So Mm -hmm. um, I think if you look at this division that you can't, you can't look past the Rays. You can look past the Orioles. We all know that. I think you can look past the Red Sox. I don't think they're going to compete. So it's really the three teams, the Jays, the Rays, and the Yankees. Yankees, are they've had a tendency the last couple of years to have a lot of injuries. And here we go again with Luke Voigt. I don't know if it's something in the water there. I don't know what it is, but they tend to get beat down. I worry a little bit about their pitching staff. Um, I think that if I had to put money on it, I would say the Rays or the Jays are likely to be a merge here. And I'd probably go with the Rays. It, it's a frustrating as hell team in the fantasy world because it's, you know, mix this, shared that, you know, splatoon this kind of thing. But they just find a way to get it done. And at some point, you just got to tip your cap and, you know, and say that they, their analytics department and the way they manage a team, is just better than everyone else.
0: I uh, I totally agree with the Rays. Uh, I don't agree with the Rays winning the division, not because anything you say is incorrect. It's it's absolute. I do look at it like this, and the I, I I'm predicting. Where are you going, the, Jeff? Where are I'm you going, going Yankees? The, too much talent mm. at this point. We talked about this on our broadcast this afternoon with like Aaron Judge and Stan. At a certain point, okay, the probability starts going the opposite way. Like you can't get hurt seven years in a row, right? You it just it just can't. It simply can't. It just eventually you hurt, 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 hurt. Well, You're going to say healthy one time. Who'd you say? I said Rich Hill. But anyway. Yeah, yeah. Rich Hill. Good Lord. Yeah, such a mess. Eventually, you got to. And you mentioned Voight. You know, they plug in Dre Bruce. That's the thing with the Yankees. It's just, they're just going to go out and get whoever they have to get, you know, they lose a starter. They go out and get Corey Kluber on a, on a rebound season, you know, James and Ty on, and Cole and Herman is looking really, really good, um, you know, so far. And at some point, I think we'll, will we see Severino at some point this season?
1: Yeah. There's a chance yeah. he's back in June. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, mm-hmm. I mean, there, there's some guys there that, uh, you know, help will be on the way. I think there's a really deep club, very, very talented all the way through. I think he's win. Again, on the betting on that one because of the downside, but overall, I have them second. Um, you have the Rays first. Who do you have in second place in the AL East? Yeah, I would go with
1: the Yankees, and then I have the Jays third.
0: Yeah, I say so I flip it a little bit um, with that. I have the Blue Jays second and the Rays third, just because you know the the Rays. Uh, um, I, I don't. They're not deep enough to me. You know what I mean? They're they're a team that. Um, I know what they do with their pitching staff. I see how they, they use those bringing openers and move guys around. And it just feels like in a 60 game season, it was magnificent, magnificent In 162. I just don't see them replenishing the assets. And if they do have injuries, like any team could, they're not going to go
1: out and, well, that's, the, guys they that's the big differentiator. And it's why I think the smart money is still probably on the Yankees mm-hmm. because, you know, if they have an injury or some or a problem arise, they spend out of it. Rays can't spend their way out of it. It's a, it's a great point, Jeff. Yeah. And then
0: the Blue Jays are intriguing. And again, a lot of prospects. There are a lot of unknown in Toronto. But on the surface, if some of these younger players, we talk about Vlad Guerrero and Kevin Vigio, if they start living up to the hype or even coming close, Bo Bichette, of course, Um, this could be a very exciting team to watch 2021.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. They're from a fantasy perspective. It's potentially glorious group from a baseball perspective. You know, I don't know if their pitching is going to hold up, but you know, Dunedin is where they're hitting. It's even a better environment than we're used to seeing for the Toronto team. They've got all that young talent. Everyone's predicting, you know, Bichette and Guerrero to have breakouts and, you know, Gurriel here. And it's just Biggio here. I mean, it's, it's a wonderful group of talent and if that offense comes together as it could playing in some greatly uh, offensive leaning ballparks it could be one of the best Offense is in all baseball
0: you look at Springer already on the DL that obviously hurts and a guy like Danny Jansen a top prospect for years a good on base guy at the bottom of the order and a good backstop to boot I mean there's a great offense you mentioned a pitcher, and that's where it's at I mean can they get enough out of uh, a Ryu and Ross Stripling and Steve Matz or will Robbie Ray his great spring before uh, uh he fell and bumped his Bobo that's uh, going to keep him out at least at the start. But I mean, if Robbie Ray could come into it, losing a guy like Kirby Yates hurts because I liked the bullpen before that with Yates, with Romano and Chatwood sort of at the back end, and Rafael Dulles as well. Like that's a, that I like that. I like when you get some power arms in the bullpen. I thought they could be, but using, losing Yates like that thins it out even more makes, uh, makes me worry even more about the starters.
1: So. Yeah, I mean, you know, we all I think as a scouting community would say Jordan Romano's the bee's knees, right? Mm-hmm. He misses bats, he gets ground balls, he throws hard. You're going into a, a situation where your closer's got 30 innings pitched at the major league level, <laughs> yeah, and he's he's a couple of weeks away from turning 28 years old. Yeah, he's not a youngster
0: so, by any stretch.
1: Yeah, I mean, again, it could it could work out perfectly for the Jays, but having Yates there would have made a huge difference just probably to the comfort level of the team as well. Right. It would have allowed everyone to slot into a spot that made a little bit more sense. So uh,
0: there you go. Uh, fourth and fifth, you have Red Sox Orioles or do you think Orioles will finish ahead of Boston? I'll go the Red Sox Orioles. Sorry to go backward. Yeah, I know I, I do too. Um, same exact finish there. So I have Yankees, Blue Jays, Rays, Red Sox, Orioles. You have Rays, Yankees, Jays, Red Sox and Orioles. Give me a breakout hitter from the ALEs give me a guy that's going to uh break out in 2021
1: yeah I I'll I'll give two names because one will be cheating Uh, one is JD Martinez he'll return so he's not going to break out but he'll return to that level and I think we've seen in ADP uh recently he's climbed because I think people started to realize he was presenting himself as as a tremendous bargain the guy that's going to break out I'll go back to the Blue Jays and I mentioned his name I'll I'll go Loris Gorial and you know, he, he is someone that I've kind of had a little bit of a love-hate with. I, I'll, I'll be honest. Um, you hate to, most people, so well, yeah. any love is amazing. I am friends with Ted Schuster, so it oh, makes dear. sense. I'm so um, yeah, <laughs> But Gurriel is, you know, he has never played 85 games in a season. So it's been, you know, here, 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 here. It, it's never just happened. And if you you look at his work the last two years, 141 games, we're, we're talking about a guy who's hitting 289 with 31 home runs and nine steals. So I think that we, we don't necessarily get a better performance from him than we've been getting, but if we get it over 150 games, it'll be a breakout effort. Uh, I love that. Uh, if I had to choose a comeback player
0: again like you did, J.D., I think that's a very good option. Aaron Judge, just staying healthy. You know the, I, I just really believe in the kid. I love the discipline at the plate you know, that's the thing that I've always liked about Aaron judge when you have, when you're not up there flailing and you're not swinging at everything and just hoping you run into one. Um, I I like his approach and I always have. So if he could just stay healthy, it's a big if no question about it, but if he does, uh, he'll return to greatness. Indeed. Um, my other player here, as far as a true breakout type of guy, um, you know what? I I hate to do it, but I'm going to, I'm going to go with our guy Vlad Sedler. Austin Meadows in Tampa. I, I think he there's another level in there. Um, he he's a very good comparison to Yellich. Just you know, he's got the big frame, uh, a strong kid that can also run, and uh, you, you know, hit. He can hit left-handed pitching. He's one of the few lefties that is not going to sit against lefties as well. There's just so much talent in that bat. We saw it when he after the trade in 2019 to Tampa, not so much last year, but I, I think Meadows was the breakout guy there. How about a breakout pitcher in the AL East here, Ray Flowers? You got a breakout arm for us?
1: Mm, looking at these teams, yes. It's a guy actually that we drafted oh. uh, in the Sirius XM Host League. Hell yeah, game. baby. Yeah, John oh. Means. Oh, and- means business. Yeah. Yeah, he does. Uh, he's in the AL East. We're discussing here. That's a tough division. There are certainly issues with the home run that have plagued him. And that's, that's the big, that's the big holding him. That's the big thing, holding him back from everyone really being all in is the concern about the division and the home run. He added velocity last year. He added strikeouts last year. I think he is poised to take that next step. Little concerned about the division, but overall, I think he's going to outpace his cost on draft day i uh i can dig that um hmm,
0: john means that's that's a real good one I'm trying to give one of equal value I, I, i'm gonna go Gonna go with robbie ray uh, i'm gonna yeah, go with yeah. robbie ray uh despite the the elbow injury here but uh, it's a it's a contusion it's not an inner thing so uh, if he's one of those players we've seen it throughout time when you can get the mechanics right when you can get the location right you can have your fastball your slider move tremendous amounts and not give up copious amounts of walks it's all about the pitch sailing through the strike zone and then falling out of it that's the important part when it starts out of the strike zone and finishes out of the strike zone it doesn't matter that that kind of movement is bad movement right and it, all it takes for a guy like Robbie Ray is to find the right location, find the right arm slot spot on the mound and right pitch mix to consistently throw those you know, heavy fastball, a big time wipeout slider, throw that through the zone. He can be a Cy Young caliber type guy. So I'm going to go with him as the breakout. I think maybe there's something here with the uh, Toronto Blue Jays that, that, uh, robbie ray could live up to how about an mvp candidate in the al east you got anybody there ray
1: no um you're such a liar i am the liar an mvp candidate it's a great question uh if we're if i'm predicting the rays are going to win it i don't know it, it probably would be Austin I meadows i know yeah. it probably would be Dude. but i i just eh, yeah. I, i'm gonna go yankees here um i don't know man they got so many options i know I, like, I can't say Stanton. I want to say Torres, but he'll lose a little bit. DJ mayhu you know, I'll go judge. What the hell? If he stays healthy, he's, he'll be in the conversation.
0: Yeah, I, I completely agree with that. Um, you know, I mean, obviously I like Aaron Judge a, a great deal too. I, I think there's a, a lot to like there in New York. I mean, you mentioned this is division doesn't really have that big time mvp type guy i'll go vlad guerrero just for argument's sake oh, no i didn't put him in his in the breakout category but listen I, am i a buy i have not been a buyer in this market i, I haven't um, i would need to see it first but there's there's legit telling science here he may when he makes contact it's big contact it's hard contact it goes a great distance you know if he could the, the weight and the discipline has always been a problem if he has solved those issues or even curbed them a little bit. This is a dangerous lethal bat for an offense that is ultra talented. And remember, a lot of MVP candidates sure you get your Andre Dawson type years, you know, what what do you 47 home runs 49. and 49. for a last place team, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, sure that happens. But a lot of times there's so many run, a guy knocks in 120. There's a lot of people on base ahead of him. He's got guys on base and you know, pitchers out of the stretch and losing some velocity and uh and movement on his pitches. So uh, I like the the composition of this Jays. And if they live up to it, I think Vlad Guerrero will be in that mix. I'll put him in there as well. Let's move on here, Ray Flowers. Let's conquer the American League. Let's go move to the Central Division, if we can. And, um, you know, as we sort this one out, you know, big loss. My White Sox, it's okay. You can hurt my feelings, Ray, even if you don't like the White Sox. The loss of Eloy Jimenez is is majorly impactful this is where I would rather have lost just about anybody I think I, I may have rather lost Giolito to be honest and Eloy just because of you know uh, Luis Robert fine Mankata fine but losing Eloy he was such a desperate run producer in the middle of this lineup I, I think it just hurts the entirety of the offense
1: oh absolutely yeah you know you're, you've got Jose Abreu and you were supposed to have um, Eloy next to him Mm-hmm. and, you know, the, the lineup has to change a little bit. Guys will have to step up. You know, I mean, you, you look at what happens to the, the lineup. I mean, because, you know, everyone has always said that Eli Jimenez is a, like a fourth, fourth hitter for, like, a, a division-winning team. Like, everyone's known that, and he was on the cusp of being that guy this year. So what does the team do? Well, I mean, they're moving Andrew Vaughn to the outfield, it looks like. Does that mean Zach Collins is their DH? Um, are they going to use Jake Lamb who they just signed? I mean, you know, this (laughs) is a great, is not bad, but yeah. Yeah. And this is a great lineup. I mean, there's depth all over the place and talent all over the place, but they have a weakness there. And uh, I guess the the upswing is that Andrew Vaughn will be on the team from the start and, you know, get a chance at 500 plus plate appearances. So everyone that's, you know, excited about him in the fantasy game, but that loss of, of Eloy is, is something they, they can't overcome it. They just have to work around it.
0: That's a major problem. In my opinion. So uh, let's go through it. The standings, Ray Flowers, who do you think is going to win to AL Central this year?
1: The AL Central this year. Oh, Jeff, can't do it to you. I'm going to go twins. Yeah. Um, sorry. <laughs> How dare you? I know. I'd, I'd go twins. I'll just lay it all out right here. Twins, White Sox. Mm-hmm. Then it's tougher. I'm, yes. I'm kind of a Royals fan. I'll go Royals, oh. Indians, Tigers. I have
0: the exact same finish. Wow. Okay. I am. I'm actually, if I'm, this is where I wonder if we're on the same page with the Royals. I look at this team, and as I was putting my projections together on their season, I'm like, huh, huh. I found myself doing this over and over. Like, this isn't that, this isn't a bad team. You know, Kansas City, you kind of mark them off, but this is a really tough out, as they say. There's a lot of talent here, specifically in the top end. Of the lineup, there's, uh, you know, talent all over the place. They've got a couple uh, lefties and minor and Duffy in that starting rotation, uh, big time arms in the bullpen. If you look at it now, whether they'll all end up that way, who knows? Um, But I I really, I like the composition of this Royals club. I think they're dangerous. They're one of those under the radar, low key, dangerous teams in 2021.
1: They are. And, you know, you can have a team in, you know, we do this all the time, especially when we have AL and NL only drafts, right? People look at the team and they're like, that team's not very good because they're not used to seeing a team that's going to have weaknesses and everything in it. And I think that the, the Royals are kind of like a good league only team in the sense that you don't look at the roster and get blown away. But at the end, like you're saying, you start adding up and it's like, well, yeah, and yeah, and yeah. And it's, you know, it's a pretty solid lineup, at least one through six. Um, you know, the bottom third could use some work, but one through six, really solid lamp. I think the key that we're dealing with at the moment is, as we record this, that we just heard today that Alberto Monesi was put on the 10 day IL with an oblique strain. Yeah. I haven't seen an update, uh, as to what that could be. Oblique strains could be two weeks. It could be six. And he's obviously a very important piece of what they're looking to do offensively. So it would be very beneficial for the team because they don't have those big superstars on offense to obviously get him back at the shorter end there.
0: Uh, totally agree. I think that also if major league baseball plays down from being you know, the last couple of years, it's just been a game of get on base and hit a three run homer. Like just that's been baseball. If it, if we go back to any kind of you know, the ball, not being around so tight and, and everything's not flying all over this Royals team, is dangerous in that regard because they get on base a ton and they could run all over. Everybody runs, everybody gets on base, everybody runs. And that I remember even last year when the white Sox would play these, this team, it'd just be like, Oh, motherfucker. Can we just stop these fucking guys are first to third, second to home, fucking first to home on a ball in the gap every fucking time. And it puts such pressure on the defense and the pitching staff that it's, it's a team you just don't want to face. Right. It's like the, I always talk about in basketball, the guy who plays real tough defense. This kid suck at every other, day, but it, when he just grinds you down, it's it, it's a pain in your ass. So, um, I agree with you. So I got twins, White Sox, Royals, Indians, Tigers, too. Give me a breakout hitter in this, uh, in this AL Central division here, Ray Flowers.
1: I, want, I, I would have said, and I'm not going to, I would have said Victor Reyes before Badu went nuts in spring and they decided to keep him around the Rule 5 guy. So I, I don't know about the playing time there. I'm going to go with Hunter Dozier. Uh, he's almost 30 years old now. He qualifies at first base in the outfield in the fantasy game. He's going to pick up third base eligibility because that's the position he's going to play. He's had an on-base percentage in the 340s the last two years. Last year was a mess, and he's still at a 340 on base percentage. Didn't lose control of the strike zone. There's a lot of speed here, and he's admitted to wanting to increase the this, this, this steal totally. He started to do that last year. 100 ozer Jeff.
0: I can dig it. Um, I'm really excited and happy that you didn't steal my guy because I thought for sure you were going to, uh, and that's Fran hmm. you know, I'm a, a big fan, a big power bat. Not my prototype player, by the way. Not the guy that I – um, normally draft I like a better approach at the plate majority of the time but a guy who's going to get a full-time opportunity um, here in this Indians offense and I think you know I've always been a Ben Gamble mark Cesar Hernandez is a non-base guy and makes a lot of contact and then J-Ram we know so I think there's a real opportunity here to produce some massive amounts of runs. I think he'll be one of those quiet, steady producers that in fantasy you really like to have. So friend Mill Reyes is my breakout hitter. How about a breakout pitcher this season, Ray Flowers? What do you got there on the hill?
1: Yeah, boy, that, that's a little bit tougher because I think a lot of the pitchers in this division have kind of already gotten there. I mm-hmm. think that, and this is the name that Kyle and I talked about, and what the hell, I'll, I've been writing fondly of him since 2019, um let's go dylan cease oh yes yes you know and the interesting thing is he was on my player profile series list over at fantasy guru these guys i was going to break down in depth and he just kept getting pushed down the list because other things were coming up other articles that kind of thing and no one asked me a question about dylan cease until like a week ago because you know normally i write those articles because i'm getting a lot of questions and what's who's this player no one seemed to notice until a week ago that dylan cease is done pretty well this spring very well. and um you know he's got a great makeup he's coachable uh, he's got smooth mechanics he throws extremely hard he's had a great spring he's uh, adding pitches to his repertoire there's there's another step for him this year i don't know if it's to true breakout levels but there is another step for him this year Boy, uh, you took
0: mine, but oh, really? I'm going I'm to go on that same, uh, same team and Carlos Rodon, the, the lefty. Oh, don't do it. Yeah. For Chicago. Well, you, you're so worried about injuries all the time. Do you, do you wake up in the middle of the night screaming?
1: Somebody's injured. He's thrown 232 innings in four years. Right? And so at this point he's bound to be healthy oh, for once. It's it's been it's, his, I was, I wrote about him over at fantasy guru. It was his wrist. His elbow, his shoulder, his shoulder, his elbow, his shoulder. His whole arm has been broken 14 times. <laughs>
0: You're Just saying God does not uh, want uh, no. Radon to to play. I, again, eventually, Ray, you, you become – it goes back to the other side. He's much more likely to stay healthy at some point than get hurt for the sixth time. I think
1: he's what only else? 28 too.
0: What like I know, role. I know. Yeah. Listen, I like Cease more. Okay, I definitely do, but this is a kid who's at one point in time, was an elite level prospect and uh, got a good pitch mix. And I, the thing about an underrated part of the White Sox is the managerial style of Tony La Russa. La Russa knows matchups, and again, can he identify with a heavy base, you know, Latin culture there at the South Side? We don't know. That's a great question, but I know this motherfucker can can get good numbers out of his pitching staff. He knows the types of hitters that match up. He does. He's prolific in that. He's, he's been ahead of it since the early 80s. And everywhere he's gone, whether it was on the White Sox and then the A's and Cardinals, he was in the Diamondbacks front office, he's in the Angels front office getting their pitching stats right. This guy could get the most out of it. So I think Rodon is a guy um, not, he doesn't have the ceiling that Cease does, but I think he'd be very, very formidable. She you didn't about, say
1: Reynaldo Lopez. At least you didn't uh, do
0: that. Oh God, he, he gets set down. I'm surprised. Yeah. That, like he's the guy that LaRusse ain't ain't messing with. Like that's where you know there's a problem. Yeah, that you yeah. can't. There's not a piece there. Like you know, like Bill Belichick. It's like great coaches and great managers are the same. That's why I'm so bullish on the Angels, who we'll talk about I'm sure in a minute. Is you get a great manager when you know. The pieces to get out of these players you know what they do well and you're not afraid to hurt their little egos and their little psyches oh baby once more playing time when you don't give a shit about that and you could just run your team properly good things can happen and la Russa can absolutely do that and will do that so uh, i from that regard i'm excited and he could pick up the right pieces but uh give us an mvp candidate here ray flowers for the uh, A L
1: central the A L central Preferably another white sock to make me feel good. Yeah. Uh, pre- preferably. Zach Collins. But, yeah. Zach Collins. That guy used to be a catcher. I thought, but um, you know what? I'm going to go rogue here. I'm totally going rogue. Uh Oh, he's going to do it. I know. Aaron Buxton.
0: <laughs> I was wondering if you were going to go Buxton or are you going to fuck around and go? So no, just to mess. Yeah,
1: up? yeah. no Buxton. He is. I think you can make a case. The best defensive outfielder in baseball. If he hits 270 and goes 30 20 and this team wins the division, Byron Buxton. All right. You know, I uh
0: I can't deny that. I, I like it a great deal. Um Again, another guy, another guy with the injuries. Like it's funny. It's always funny to me. You just rip on me for injury guys. Then you're like,
1: hello, Bu- Byron Buxton. Like, what well, fuck? Byron Buxton has. Talent. We, deal. we don't even know
0: if Carlos Rodon has talent anymore. Oh, we know he's got talent. He's yeah. he'll be fine. Don't worry about Byron. Okay. Buxton. He'll be just fine. Um, boy, there's there, a couple. You know, Nelly Cruz, Josh Donaldson, uh, Miguel Donaldson? Snow could hit 50 home runs. I mean, I'm oh, not. Boy he could he's not going to because he's going to get hurt um I, i'm gonna I, you know what i'll be a homer i'm gonna be a homer for the purposes of this conversation and say yo and you know he's got to take another uh, another step here we've seen some development specifically from the right hand side of the plate that was limited last year but to be a run producer from the right hand side moving up to that cleanup spot ahead of anderson grindal abreu i hope they go adam eaton and then Anderson, that's the way I would bat. I, I would hit that. And I wish LaRusso would do that. But I think Makata, he's poised. He's in a situation with a ton of talent around him that he could be that sort of breakthrough MVP type of guy on the South side. So I'll go Yon Mankata for that. Let's keep going here, Ray Flowers. The American League Western Division. I'm going to give you only one guess on who, I, who you think I'm going to predict will win this division angels that is correct look at you you are i listened yeah sure. you're smarter than uh, i give you credit for but yeah i'm uh i'm what they call bullish on the angels i look up and down this roster again we just went through the AL East, AL central and i don't know about you ray but i i look at this angels team and i don't see any glaring holes at least none that can't be scooped up with the best manager in, in baseball
1: well, I think, I mean, it, even today, right? A lot of this really goes around your pitching staff, right? I mean, you can score eight runs, but if you're giving up nine, who cares? And you you look at the, they're going to go six man, right? That's the plan right now. Bundy, we both like. Andrew Heaney, we both like. Shohei Otani, who knows, right? But he, goes 97 miles an hour. Griffin Canning, if he can stay healthy, he's almost 25. He's got a lot of talent. Then you got Cobb and Quintana, and who, again, who knows there? But yeah. those are legitimate big league arms behind some really talented guys. They've made multiple moves in the bullpen, including bringing in Rosella Glacius to handle the ninth inning. Uh, they they did something really astute. They brought in Tony Watson the other day on a cheap deal after he was released. You know, he's a strong left-handed setup guy. So, yeah, I think this pitching staff it has got a lot going for it. you got a manager that knows how to use them, and then you look at this offense and some pretty big hitters there too, Jeff
0: exactly the point and, and the offense doesn't really have much weakness the weakness is there's no left-handed hitters which is an issue it's why jared walsh might find himself kicking around the starting lineup more than people i thought he was a decent value later in the draft that we just covered for Sirius xm and that's another reason by the way i'm so bullish on Shohei otani is i mean this is a guy he's not gonna sit they can't, there's no, they're not going to go all right-handed constantly. And uh, Otani at the top of uh, the order hitting in front of my Trout, if you thought, Cole Calhoun produces quality (laughs) numbers. You're gonna blow your fucking. You're gonna cream the front side of your jockeys when you see the numbers. Otani puts up a hitting in front of Mike Trout. I mean, there's gonna be a lot of our, a lot of uh, runs scored, a lot of fastballs hit over that center field wall in Angel Stadium. So uh, I I like him a great deal. Like you said, I mean Rendon. Upton with a healthy year pools you know give or take whatever him and walsh put together but i like the idea of getting a dexter fowler a guy who could play it on defense guy who gets on base hits from both sides of the plate you know good defense with jose iglesias here as well you forget about how the defense, you know, also helps out that starting staff. And then, you know, Bundy, Heaney, Cobb, Canning, and Quintana, you you look at those and from a fantasy standpoint, we're all like, eh, who gives a shit, right? None of these are, you know, 10 per K per nine type guys, but Canning might be, he's the only guy, but they're just, this is what Joe Madden won a world series with. It's what he took the Tampa Bay Rays to world series what he won a world series in Chicago with. Just guys who keep the ball on the ground, don't allow free passes. And then you come in and bring in a lot of power arms out of the bullpen. I, I love it. I-, I think the Angels are going to go a long way this season. And uh bold prediction. I think they win the American League and possibly the World Series. They will have a better year overall than the the crosstown rival Dodgers. What do you think about that?
1: Wow, that's bold. Yeah, that that's standing bold. with your chest. I like yeah, it. It
0: is. Yeah, it is. I, I
1: also, uh, circling back, you know, cream in the front of your jockeys is. Mm-hmm. is- when you, you know, you think about that creaming the front side versus creaming the backside much better, there's such a difference, Difference. like just that one little word, Jeff changes that completely.
0: hundred percent. Yeah. It's a lot better feeling with the front side than is the backs. I take it from personal experience. Uh, All right, Ray. So I've, I've gotten that off my chest. Who do you think wins the AL West?
1: Uh, I could go with the Angels. Yeah. I think the oh, the nice. management component too with, with Madden, it, do, it does make a, a big difference. And this team is spending, they're going for it. They want to mm. get Trout there. Angels.
0: Yes, they really do. Uh, all right. How about second place in the West?
1: This is, it gets a little tough. I think there's a pretty good amount of parity here. Um, I have a hard time looking past the Astros. Their pitching staff does make me a little nervous. And so I I don't think there's as large a gap between them and some of the other clubs. I look at the Rangers and the Mariners and think they're kind of second-class citizens. I think it's the Angels, Astros, and Athletics. Sure, absolutely. Um, So um, I'm going to go Angels, Athletics, Astros, Mariners, Rangers.
0: Ooh, Mariners over. I mean, Mariners, a lot of young talent there. I have uh, slightly – I do have the Astros in second. Like you said, they (sighs) are – just more talent just raw talent i don't know how the a's keep doing it i one thing i know for sure it's not billy bean i knew you were gonna say yeah it's not he's not <laughs> i don't care what anybody says it's just but it's smoke and mirrors and then more smoke and uh so i i have the, the a's in third i do have the rangers ahead of the mariners rangers don't have anything exciting and again this is going to be a matter of like five wins separates these two teams i don't think either one is going to be much of a threat although uh, i will say for my mvp candidate i want to put it on tape and jump the gun here because i'm putting joey gallo oh. and yeah that's my guy I, I just i love what i see out of him this spring i loved what i saw two years ago the evolution such i think it was if I'm pretty sure it's you that wrote this that how many players can you honestly say will have the most home runs in baseball and i like, mm-hmm. just raw who's the guy and you take Aaron Judge you okay Stanton but he'll never stay healthy Gallo's in that photo he's in that that five man swing for me and um i like him a great deal i think he's mvp candidate right
1: yeah i mean he's gone 40 80 80 each of his last two healthy seasons Mm-hmm. And uh, Kyle and I actually talked about him in that baseball elite podcast, and kind of Kyle kind of pushed back at me because I said he was going to lead baseball in home runs. Mm-hmm. And Kyle goes, "That's not that big of a claim." I go, "Well, ADP is like oh. 140. Like yeah. I don't, you know, um, I'm a big fan too. Uh, I think that, you know, he's got a 250 season in him. Uh, yes. It might be it might be 212, okay, but he's got a 250. And if he's hitting 250 with you know upper 40s home runs, triple digit RBIs, he could even steal 10 bases. Pretty athletic guy. Yeah, I can see it, Jeff." I can't too.
0: He's is an athletic guy. I mean, fuck, he's playing center field. You know, I mean, this is a guy who's fucking playing center like two years ago, uh, and doing a decent enough job and doing so. You don't see a guy does that at 40 and that. And again, it comes down to pay uh, his plate awareness, curbing the strikeouts. I, he'll still swing and miss. There's no doubt. But when you're patient, and that's the key with Gal taking pitches, working in the DFS game. I've learned. And and I'm reminded as I get my cash game breakdowns out there, Ray's the approach means so much to uncovering future numbers. You know, the raw numbers don't tell the tale. I want contact numbers, but I want guy who works the count. I want guys that will see what the pitcher has to offer first, second time through. And then he makes a big dent with that third at bat. Yeah. Those type of guys always have a soft spot in my heart for And that's why I like Gallo. Um, Ray, what do, you, what do you think? MVP candidate. We'll start with that since I jumped the gun.
1: Yeah, no, um, I'm going to go back to something that we said on the broadcast on SiriusXM today. I'm, I'm a huge Alex Bregman fan, and I did back off him a little bit when the, the hamstring issue happened. We dropped him like two spots in the rankings at Fantasy Guru, but um, it sounds like he's healthy again. Uh, I love his approach. There's very few players in baseball, like four or three or two, <laughs> they could have a one-to-one strikeout-to-walk ratio and hit 30 home runs. And he's on that list. I'm going to Ox Bregman.
0: Very much a favorite of mine as well. This division does have a lot of top-end talent. So this is pretty nice. Um, breakout hitter. Uh, um, again, I'm just going to j- jump over you, and I'm going to go Shohei. I've said enough mm-hmm. about Shohei Otani that, uh, I mean, is that, is that too chalky, you think, here, Ray? I mean, again, you know. ADP well over 100.
1: Yeah, and there's people in there, you know, Kyle O'Frank, who had mentioned, he won't draft Otani. So, no, I, wow. I don't think it's over the top at all.
0: Guys hit 550 in spring training. I mean, he just, again, you know, it's spring training, but there's something to it. I was a doubter, big time Otani. I thought, all right, why are they bothering with him hitting? He could hit in Japan. He's not going to hit in in Major League Baseball. And then he comes in and fucking swats 25 dingers and 300 at-bats. I said, oh. Okay. He'll never do that again. And what does he do? Put up identical numbers the following year, um, slightly more at, at plate appearances, but had 20 home runs there too. I mean, I think he's just gotten better, healthier and better in the interim too. whatever he does with the arm. I don't care. I think hit in front of Trout's golden. So that's my breakout hitter. Give us a breakout hitter for you in the AL West.
1: You know, I really want to, I'm not going to, but I really want to go David Dahl. Yeah, you know, really? Stay, find, find out, yeah, finding out uh-huh. of Colorado, a lot of reports suggesting he might hit second in front of Gallo. Uh huh. Um, he's had a good spring. Uh, I can't do it though, because even though I think he's got a better chance to stay healthy now that he's not playing at a mile of altitude, I just can't. I'm going to go instead with Ramon Laureano, who um, almost went 2015 a couple years ago. Barely played 120 games, and uh, last year was messy for him. Um, and he, you know, his, his cost in the, in the, fantasy game has gone way down from the expectations people had last year, but I think he'll remind people why they were so excited about him 12 months ago. I can, uh, I dig it. A lot of hype around Loriano uh, this time
0: a year as well. So, all right, I'll let you choose the pitcher first here, Ray Flowers, who, uh, who do you think has a chance to break out on the Hill?
1: Break out on the Hill. I wrote about him over at fantasy guru. Talked about John Means, another guy in that same article um, was say Kikuchi of the Mariners. He's my guy. Um, his ERA was awful last year. On the surface, the numbers sucked. But what that masked is, his velocity was up. The strikeout rate was up. The ground ball rate was up. He was one of the, I'm going to have a handful of pitchers in baseball to have a swinging strike rate. Of, was it was at 24% or whatever it was. And then a ground ball rate of over 50%. Kikuchi is going to drop his ERA by a run and a half this year. He's the guy
0: kikuchi look at that not bad um interesting we, it's a player we didn't get to talk about much but knowing that i put him in our queue and i believe you took him right the fuck out when we were doing <laughs> our draft together uh i'm going with the oakland a's frankie montez uh, i like to take him out jeff i didn't take him you out. didn't you no, didn't he got drafted he got drafted. oh okay good good uh another guy big time i love the pitch mix because he he hits all four quadrants when i start looking at you know, where location is and what he could throw for strike. He's three pitches. He could throw for a strike and a four seam fastball sinker and a slider, and he could throw them to any quadrant you want. I love that. When he needs a ground ball, he can get a ground ball. When he needs to swing and miss, he knows where to put it. He can, he could pitch to the weakness of a hitter. And he's got a lot of movement in, in that um, regard too. So I four seam a two seam fastball. Very, very good. They're electric high spin rates as well. Um, yeah montas is my breakout pitcher this year
1: yeah and you know last year was crazy right he was dominant hurt his back they said he was fine then he sucked Yeah. so i i'm gonna assume it was the back issue and mm-hmm. i hope you're right in that series xm dynasty league where we have you know 50 person rosters and all that uh, i've got mr montas so let's hope he comes back It's not
0: been a good spring for him at all um you know, just movement's been fine. You just got beat up a little bit. So uh I'm okay with it. If I'm not mistaken, didn't he come back for the postseason? Or am I wrong on that no, last I year? Think I think fr- you're right. I, fr- I can't remember. Like, he, a, you know,
1: he was, uh, you know. I up and started a game, didn't he?
0: Yeah, it was against the White Sox. Yeah, he was against the White Sox. That's how I remember it. Yeah. <laughs> he fucking, yeah, he closed us out, that prick. All right, well. Fuck that guy. No, Ricky Montez, my breakout guy. All right, let's move to the National League here, Raymundo. And uh, why not? Let's go right to your division. Let's keep you interested here. I I need you on the high road. Uh, National League Western Division. It's very another top heavy division. You've got the Dodgers. Um, Is there any way? Is anybody going to challenge the Dodgers uh, this year? Will the Padres be able to?
1: The Padres are the only team that has a chance in the division. Uh, the Rockies are going to stink. The Diamondbacks and Giants are just there. So um, it, it the Padres could. And, and, you know, you never know how a team's going to gel. We see this in sports all the time, right? The super team is constructed. And then for whatever reason, you know, guys get hurt or guys don't like each other. And, the, you know, one of those things, yeah. maybe there's an issue for playing time. I mean, because, you know, you look at the the Padres group and, it, boy, would they have benefited if there's a DH, but there's not. So, you know, do the guys stay healthy, but you add it all up and, you know, the Padres made immense moves. I mean, you look at their pitching staff, they added Darvish, Snell and Musgrove. And I mean, (laughs) Darvish and Snell are are both top 10 righty lefty starting pitchers in all of baseball. They added those guys and Joe Musgrove, who I know you love Jeff, they added him too. It's a, Uh it could be a potentially dominant pitching staff.
0: It really is. I mean, like you said, potential, is amazing. And specific. I I love the lineup. I like, there's everything that I love with this Padre team. Like there's a lot of my favorite guys, Darvish, Snell, Musgrove, Paddock, like, Holy cow, like just loaded, but how it all comes together. You just never really know. Um, I, I do have them. I'm going to have them win the division. I, I'm going to make the bold prediction. I, I was thinking I had the Dodgers written down and I'm, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going over. Yeah. I think you've sold me that, that pitching staff, the depth to it. Dendelson lament too. We'll see what happens with him. But, uh, and, and one part of what you said, and it's why I chose the Yankees. This front office is going for it. They can't be denied. Like they're going, they're going to add and add and add. And I think that's a component that gets lost, especially people that bet on baseball and they're betting futures and things. You need an organization that's going to add down the stretch. Cause there's a lot of selling. There's so much tanking. It, it's NBA, it's NFL. Major League Baseball two, three years ago started this too. There's teams tanking at the all-star break every year. And you know, so you need the buyers, the teams that are going to be very, very good. And then they could add the ones to close it out. Those are the ones that have been winning and, Dodgers are right up there, but I think the Padres nip them this year.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm glad that I sold you on that so that I can go in the other direction. And I can be right and you're wrong, but uh, no, I, the Padres absolutely could do it. Um, I, I would go Dodgers and then Padres, mm-hmm. um, but it's, a, it's also a scenario too, like with the Yankees, you know, you mentioned the Dodgers, obviously they print money. I mean, they can spend whatever the hell they want even more so than the Padres, of course. And, um, you know, the Dodgers are used to winning. The Padres are trying to get there. The Dodgers are used to it, if that makes any sense. And you talk about pitching. There's not a a club in baseball that's got a better pitching staff top to bottom than the Dodgers. And uh, it's just remarkable the depth they have on the hill. So I'd I'd choose them over the Padres, but it's probably going to be a
0: hell of a race. It's, uh, It's boring. The Dodgers, that's the thing. I hadn't written down two but mm-hmm. it's boring. They're, they are just so loaded and they're a deep team and you pay 40 million for Bauer and you gave Mookie Betts a billion dollars or whatever it is. And, you know, even Urias uh, guy, I really, really like we drafted him actually. We uh, did. Mm-hmm. It's one that you actually okayed for me. So I'm happy about that. Uh, yeah, it's just such a stacked team. So um, yeah, there's kind of a boring team. Quite honestly, let's talk real quick. Uh, we'll get into our, let's talk MVP candidate real quick, because I want to bring up Cody Bellinger. Okay. We're, we didn't get to talk to this on the rocket. Where's your comfort level with, uh, with Bellinger? You think the power returns. I think he only hit two spring home runs. Hasn't quite looked the same.
1: Yeah. It's, it's funny. Um, we talked about this on the baseball league podcast too, that I'm not concerned to the point with Bellinger that i'm avoiding him right i'm not suggesting people avoid him or move on from him i haven't drafted him in, a, in any league i've been in i haven't regretted not drafting him if that makes sense uh he does qualify at two positions outfield and first base he has the ability to steal 10 to 15 bases that's a real nice key for a guy who's a 30 ohm run hitter he hurt his shoulder basically giving a high five right like yeah eh, that's kind of concerning um Also concerning is that, you know, he showed up to camp and I think this is the third year in a row that he showed up and he's changed the mechanics of a swing. He's always tinkering. And, you know, there've been periods of time where he's hit, you know, 330 for three months. There's been periods of time where he's, you know, hit 14 home runs in three months. I mean, he's kind of been all over the place and tinkering, eh, you know, there's a, there's a fine line there. Like you can't not, you can't avoid making changes if they're necessary. Right. You've got to keep doing that. It's always a game of adjustments. But you know, one time his hands are here, the next time his hands are there, this time his 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 upper body's here, then it's here. I I wish he would settle on something, you know? Um, so I have some concerns, but just enough for me not to really be interested in drafting him, not to the point where I'd be suggesting others don't. Uh
0: totally fair. And I, I'm with you on that. I'm a Bellinger fan, but shoulders another one of those injuries man it's like handmade bones when the guys get hit on that and shoulders They're, these are injuries that don't get a lot of publicity or they'll get talked about as um, uh, skill altering but I, I notice it all the time uh, like the power just zaps just completely zaps on you and that's what i worry about when a guy relies on it so heavily so give us an mvp candidate from the uh from this or give us your breakdown you didn't tell us your uh so Dodgers Padres who's three four and five
1: Dodgers Padres Giants Diamondbacks Rockies no chance totally
0: Giants no Giants
1: were a lot better team last year than people thought they were oh
0: god almighty Homer here we go I'm gonna start calling you Simpson you chose Carlos
1: Rodon dude Homer (laughs) Yeah, it was good what's
0: Darren Ruff gonna do in in San Francisco a lot This team is trash. Like uh, I have, I have Padres, Dodgers, Diamondbacks, Rockies, Giants. Oh man! Oh yeah,
1: Giants may is that lose. The Rockies ahead of them. Come on. The, the Giants
0: may lose ninety five games.
1: Oh my gosh! With Mike Isseymski on the team, get <laughs> out of here. And <laughs> Donovan Solano. Donovan Solano, by the way, Jeff oh, is like tenth in baseball and batting average the last two oh. years. I'll have you know. <laughs> this yeah, is suck on that bad team real bad uh um, brandon belt was one of the five best offensive players is in the he's National still there League last year he's still
0: there oh, oh wow there to go brandon belt another guy never never done shit um so <laughs> there time. you go so i just did the whole uh i did the whole uh the padres dodgers diamondbacks rockies giants um give us a, an mvp candidate preferably not donovan solano
1: okay um brandon crawford the hair. The <laughs> yeah. hair is, is so he delicious. still on the team he is. Like, yeah. these,
0: oh god i can't believe that
1: crawford's been around a long time belt's been around forever they've played like i think i saw 864 games together or something um which is one of the longer streaks for first base shortstop like in giants history but uh yeah they're only making like 35 million dollars this year the two of them so they're oh, not getting she- overpaid by anything this, they're making know, a lot of so money yeah. um my mvp candidate it's chalk i guess but if I pick the Dodgers, uh, I'm gonna go with their best player, Mookie Betts. Um, he, he does everything. Um, he's someone that Major League Baseball should also be pushing. You know, he's got the attitude. He smiles. He hustles. Everyone likes him. Mookie Betts.
0: Yeah, he, he smiles. He does. Uh, uh, and he's a great
1: that. bowler too. He's bowled a 300 game.
0: Oh yeah, it's true. He, is, he does like a annual charity event mm-hmm. um, all the time. I'm unlike Ray Flowers, my Padre here. I'm gonna. I'm not will. I'm not afraid to take a a little bit of a risk here i'm going to go a a player that I, i love and i've loved him for a long time and he's 30 years old this year but it's will myers i'm gonna give him an mvp conversation here's the way i think it goes down fernando tatis gets injured like he's got back he's got shoulder i think there's issues with fernando tatis and most people would say well if tatis goes down there's just no way Yes, there is. This is still a really good offense. I like the way the Padres are constructed. Um, whether you're talking about Cronenworth and, and you know, Machado, Hosmer, Fam, Myers, Caratini can hit, Jerks and Profars on base guy at the butt. And, and this I like the entirety of this lineup. And Will Myers is a. a, a, a Big Ten power hitter generates a lot of exit velocity too. Uh, and I love the people that are in front of him. You know, I think he works his way up. I think that order when Tatis eventually goes down sort of moves up, he ends up hitting fourth or fifth in this lineup most nights. And, uh, uh I think he's an MVP dark horse. So there you go. Uh, otherwise I could just give any Dodger and just say, fuck it. You know, he's the Orgo Tatis and that's what most people. Edwin do
1: Rios. That. No. Edwin Rios,
0: <laughs> he, yeah, wasn't he in the the sitcom BJ and the Bear?
1: No, he. But he was in Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> but
0: what's that uh, breakthrough? Break into Electric yep, Boogaloo? That's it. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Uh, breakout hitter. I'm going to take this one because I don't want you to take my guy because okay. I only have one, and that's CJ Crone. I've talked enough, so much about him that again in fantasy baseball, the fact that all these Dodgers aren't being drafted are just amazing. Now Crone's starting to move up. He's gotten t- into, I think he went to 10th round today, which is amazing because he was going to 22nd round 10 days ago. Yeah. It, he has shot up and this, uh, but it's the perfect swing for that thin air up in Colorado. Um, I, I really like his, his power bat. I, I think he's going to break out and have a great year.
1: Yeah. And um, it's so funny. You said that. Cause I did his player profile over at fantasy guru about two weeks ago. And I noted the, the ADP, jumps it was like every every two weeks that it was losing 30 spots right and it went from the like you're saying the, I think I took him in the 15 team mix like it was like the FSGA or something I took him in the I don't know, 19th round or something like that and now today you know you, what was he he said 15th round in the 12 teamer so it's it's been a big jump uh I'll take his teammate and I'll take your guy Jeff oh, you didn't you will not do so yes of course I will I tried to take him today and then we got sniped in the draft so I'm gonna take him now for you on the podcast Ramil Tapia um he's gonna hit lead off he's gonna hit 300 the question is the rest of the game does he have enough power to hit 10 or 15 home runs I don't know he's got speed but is he gonna steal 15 bases I don't know uh but he's gonna produce base hits and he's gonna play every day I think for the first time in his career he's just gonna get run out there and they're just gonna let him do his thing
0: I ran through my projections uh a week ago and I'm trying to assemble everything for the uh um the targets, the Rota League targets that I'm doing. So I went through this and I had this guy double digit triples. Hmm like that the speed there hitting into the gaps is just at course field. I, I think he's going, he might hit three times as many, I think I had him for 12 triples and four home runs. <laughs> so <laughs> he's been yeah. three times as many triples as he does home runs. But, um, you know, I, I like that. I, I love his approach at the plate as well, because you're so generous taking my guy, right? How about a uh, breakout pitcher? Who do you got? Dealer oh, You're
1: going to let me take the breakout pitcher. Yes. Oh, um, I know everyone wants to say Logan Webb. Um, if you want more on that, go to the fantasyguru.com. I just posted a player profile on Logan Webb. So you can get my thoughts on whether he should be number two on this list or not on this list. Uh, when we're talking to breakout pitcher, I'm going to go again with one of your guys. Is your breakout guy on the Dodgers, Jeff? No. Okay. All right. Julio Urias. Um, uh, yes. I, I want to go... I really want to go Dustin May, but May has not shown an ability to miss bats yet. It's the missing piece. The stuff is there. The makeup is there. Um, Urias has shown the ability to miss bats. Uh, the issue for him has is, is been staying on the field. It's remarkable to think that he is 24 years old and he's been in the big leagues for five years already. And people forget that. A lot of these major league guys before they even really establish themselves in the majors are over the age that he is right now. So if he can stay healthy, Jeff, if, 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 if. It could happen this year. A
0: lot of ifs in there, but I like it. I mean, that's the thing. At a certain point, you just gotta say, "Well, screw it." You gotta lean into the injury because, quite honestly, in two months, you and I, I I would, I need to write a note to myself and remind Ray that everybody in baseball is injured all the time, because that's all. This ten-day DL, fucking everybody's on the ten-day DL, and they're they're not. Who knows if they're even hurt? Most of them, a lot of them aren't even hurt. They're just resting. They're like, ah, we'll them down. We'll put them on IL. 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 Like holy shit, you know, it just rolls. So um the amount of guys who actually stay healthy play will play 150 plus games just they're unicorns in this day and age. I'll go with Joe Musgrove. Ah, He is ADP has exceeded where, you know, where I'd want to draft him in fantasy baseball, at least. Um, again, two weeks ago, he was the two hundreds is where he was going. And it's just another guy just shot up and up and up and up. And, uh, part of this rotation, I love the fact that he doesn't have to be a frontline guy. Those days are kind of gone. Um, he doesn't have to worry about that. It's going to get a lot of matchups against three and four back of the rotation starters. And this is a guy who goes six innings. he has got an absolute wipeout slider, throwing that pitch a lot more the last couple of years and a uh, electric fastball with great movement as well. Nothing really stays, stays still for Joe Musgrove. So he's, he's the guy that could be a massive breakout and a guy who's sort of a dark horse in the Padres rotation this year. So I'll go with Musgrove. So There we go. All right, we'll move on. NL Central division here, Ray. Now, this one, hmm, this one's wide open to me. This is where uh, I don't have a great read of the NL Central. There's a lot going on. I know the Pirates are going to be dog shit. That I know, my friends, other than Gregory Polanco, of course. Of course. Everybody else in this division have at it. So Ray, uh, I'll put you on the spot, Mr. Baseball guys.
1: Um, mm-hmm. uh, who wins that division? We'll go first to last here. Pirates will come in last and the Cubs will be fourth. Brewers wow. third, okay. Cardinals second. I'll go with the Reds in first place. Jeff, I'm doing it. Wow. Um, why
0: the why the Reds? You know, it's one thing if they held on to Trevor Bauer or what have you, but mm-hmm. uh
1: why why them? Why not? No, that's a, that's not a cool um, why? I'm, why not bro <laughs> I'm looking, why not, man? I'm going old school with the offense I love Jesse Winker I'll just say now he's my breakout player for the division I'm not even gonna yeah. wait I'm not even gonna wait uh, more on him again at Fantasy Guru there's a whole article talking about why that is but you know you've got him in the outfield you've got Castellanos in the outfield if Nick Senzel can stay healthy that's a really good offensive trio Joey Votto I think is is still got another year left in him Suarez, they're moving to shortstop. So he's got all this multi-position eligibility, yeah. hits home runs all over the place. We
0: both love Suarez. How did we not yeah. get Suarez this? Yeah. What I... happened to us
1: there? Well, it's... we ended up with Rendon and Bregman and Seager. Oh, yeah. So mm-hmm. it's like, eh, we just didn't, we could have, but we had the position kind of covered. Um and then Moustakas, who is another beneficiary because he's first and second base eligible and he'll pick up third base. That's a 35 home run bat. I just look at the offense and I think it's good enough that if they get a, a breakout or two from a young pitcher, make a trade for a pitcher, that's the, the key now, right? Sonny Gray's got to be healthy uh, and they need one more pitcher for me to really be taking this seriously, but I think they'll make a move and it'll happen. Interesting. Uh, I, this We differ here. I have the Cardinals,
0: Brewers, Reds. So I get a little bit different where I still have the Cubs and Pirates. I, I mean, the Cubs, people may think that's odd um, that we're so bearish on them. But, you know, you, you look at a team that's obviously sort of at the end of its, uh, its w- window of winning. Um, and there's just you know brizzo and bryant are two guys that they're talking about trading same with hobby bez they haven't given extensions to any of these guys i mean the cubs could be in a rebuild by june
1: they could um and there's also the fact that you know quite honestly their bullpen is really spotty and winning in baseball in 2021 with a spotty bullpen is very difficult to do uh craig kimbrell has you know, oh. been a mess. He was a mess the last couple of years. He was a disaster in a couple of outings in spring. Who's behind him? Brandon Workman, Ryan Tapera, Andrew Chafin. Like, ugh, like, if if Kimbrell can't work the ninth inning, they got all kinds of problems. Then you start talking about a pitching staff that you know Alec Mills and Trevor Williams, uh, Alzolay the youngster. You know, can he you know keep his mechanics in line and and, and finally break through? He's twenty six years old. Been waiting on him for years. Jake Arrieta yeah his curveball looked good because he changed his grip oh, in spring God but Rick. that's it's been four years since he was something right so I I just that pitching staff yikes
0: yikes indeed um I'm with you a hundred percent um so you had you had your breakout hitter is officially Jesse Winker is that what yep. you said that's yep.
1: correct Jesse Winker
0: I like that one um I'll go Jock Peterson. I am going to go with the Cubs. Oh, I just – another guy that well, – there's a lot of righties in this mm-hmm. division, and that ball flies out of Wrigley Field. got the perfect upper short. He's going to lead the National League in home runs through the all-star break when he gets traded. So, I, I, it's hard to choose anybody like that. But if you're looking for a real breakout – I like Winker. All right? I like him a, a good deal. The rest of this division, though, I just – like for a breakout guy, there's mm-hmm. not really – Let's see a breakout. Okay, Brian Hayes. We know what you think of him. Right. Yeah, that's a guy who has changed his approach. So there's something to it. Um, what about Dylan Carlson? No, uh, not not a bad choice, I suppose. Uh, I guess you know where's he going to hit in the order? He's going to hit eighth. That would be a major problem for me putting a youngster that low in the order. Um, Luis Urias. <laughs> no, ah, uh, another guy. Not terrible. Uh, youngster. Keston Ira, kiss I know you love him. Uh, that's a guy that actually was in my mix for MVP candidate, to be honest with really? you. I think, yeah, if, the, if the, 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 I had the bruise for third, but mm-hmm. yeah, you know, if they challenge, this can be Keston, Keston, who how would the fuck you pronounce his name? God, I never pronounce that name. Right. Put an H and an I uh, together. Just not my deal. Um, he's going to have to be that run producer, right? Pitch around yep. yellow. See what Hira does. And he's going to have to produce at a, at a much higher level um, than he was when he's sitting in the lower third of the lineup. So I think he's an MVP candidate. He's not going to be my official MVP candidate, but he's up there at least. But I, I like, no, I'm sticking with Peterson. Fuck you. Stop trying to talk me out. Of it. Thank you. Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> how about an MVP candidate? Let's talk about that. Ray Fly, who do you have as an MVP candidate?
1: Let's talk about the new shortstop that was selfishly just gave himself up for his team for that team that's barely going to squeak out the division title. Damn you, Eugenio Suarez, damn it.
0: I should have taken it from you. I should've. really should have. That was my guy as well. I completely agree. At what point are the rest of the uh, rest of Major League Baseball going to wake up and realize how impactful, how great Eugenio Suarez has been over the last three years? Like, at what point are they going to
1: realize this? Yeah, because he's got to. <laughs> He's got the all-time major league record for home runs in a season by a third baseman. Hmm. 48 was Beltre, 48 was Mike Schmidt, 49 for Suarez. I mean, he does have an all-time major league record. and So, yeah, it is a little surprising that, you know, there's not more talked about when it comes to Suarez.
0: Totally agree. Good Lord. Uh, the rest of this division, man. Boy, it's just, uh Suarez is the one true MVP... Candidate here, other than I don't want to go with Christian Yelich, but uh, what about Arenado? Yeah, Goldschmidt and Arenado both yeah. yeah. And I'm trying to figure out, you know, Arenado, the numbers in cores and out of cores are there's no doubt it's a huge drop off, but it's still an all star caliber drop, it's not that bad. I'll go with Goldie, I'm gonna Mm -hmm. go with Goldie just because he's a guy more likely to get the award than Arenado would. Uh, hitting fastballs. He used to be the guy that protected everybody in the lineup. Now it's kind of on the other foot, right? And uh, by the way, don't sleep on Tommy Edmund either. If he hits, if he does lead off for this team, hitting behind those two behemoths, I think it's a very underrated fantasy play. Doesn't do anything special, nothing at all. But he's the Ray Flowers type of guy. I'm gonna go Goldie. Fuck it. No, I don't feel great about it. But when you got Arenado in front of you, um, learning how to go the opposite way—that's where Goldschmidt does his best work anyway and he, he got pull heavy in arizona at times you know trying to hit that jet stream to left center field when he's hitting into that right center field gap that's when he's actually at his best he does that on fastballs and i think he's still got the bat speed to get it done so we'll go with goldie there breakout pitcher we're gonna do that ray i'll just go back to the
1: reds um tyler molly he's uh he's a really good pitcher i don't know if I don't know if he can maintain what he did last year over the course of 30 starts. That's uh, the issue. If he you know, had 30 starts last year at the level he did his ADP would be 24th at pitcher this year and everyone'd be talking about him. So we have to see him do it. I think he can Tyler Molly is
0: Brandon Woodruff. Is that the two that they already, bro- I mean, he broke out already.
1: You wow. know, I've talked about this. I had him on every team last year, Jeff. Yeah. Last every year, team the year everywhere. And it's like, gosh, darn it. The season got cut short. And I didn't get to really enjoy it. You could probably, I mean, he's, he's not throwing 150 innings. I mean, I think you can do it. What the hell?
0: All right. Fuck it. I'm going uh, yeah. Brandon Woodruff again. This is a division. I like, I like your call with the Reds. I think anything legitimate that can happen outside of the part. Like if, if Bryant Rizzo was were healthy, like there's that, it's not that crazy with Baez and you know, it's not that crazy. The Cubs could be competitive, but yeah, yeah. Um, there's a lot of different outcomes in that NL central. <laughs> And we'll wrap it up with the National League Eastern Division here, Ray Flowers. Um, the Mets have made a lot of moves. Mm -hmm. Were they is the right kind of moves that can get them over the Behemoth Atlanta Braves in this division? Are the Marlins gonna contend again? How do you see this one playing out?
1: Yeah, uh this one is really tough. And I'm trying to remember Kyle Frank and I talked about this and I on the the elite sports, elite baseball podcast, baseball elite. Um I'm going to screw this up because I remember I didn't write it down. And I tried Uh to remember the order because I was, he and I went both back and forth like, Uh, I think if I'm not mistaken, I think I had it, the Braves, the Nationals, the Mets, the Phillies, the Marlins. I think that's how I had it, but this is a very good, and will be a very competitive division. The Marlins were actually over 500 last year. A lot of people forget that. I like this Marlins
0: rotation. I talked about yeah. like Taylor Rogers, just absolutely electric. Um, or Trevor Rogers. Good mm-hmm. lord, fucking Taylor Rogers. Is there a Taylor Rogers? Why do I get Taylor Rogers? Yeah, in my we head?
1: drafted Taylor Rogers. He's that reliever for oh, the, the Twins. Son of a yeah, bitch. We got him
0: Why do I keep fucking? And then Elisa Hernandez uh, uh, as well. Um, <laughs> there's a lot to like, and this is the hardest thing: is not who's going to win this division because you can make a case. It's who's going to finish in last. I have the Marlins in last two but I also have three of their pitchers breaking out. So yeah, right. it's tough, right? Yeah. It is really, yeah. really freaking tough here. Indeed. Um, ultimately I'm going to go with the Braves on top as well. My shocker, it's not that big of a shock, but I'm going to go with the Phillies in second. Actually. I, I like this Philadelphia club more than most people. It's a veteran team for sure, but I'm a believer in Reese Hoskins, uh, still no matter what. And you you, you get guys like, um, uh McCutcheon who I know you like it's one mm-hmm. of your your boys and Alec Baum, a, a nice youngster uh mm-hmm. as well so I, there's a lot to like in this Philadelphia lineup specifically and then you get Wheeler to add to Aaron Nola who's been one of the most consistent arms in baseball Zach Eflin we've seen breakouts from him can Matt Moore and Chase Anderson hold up we'll see can I love the addition of or uh Bradley, Archie Bradley. I was going to call him Charlie Bradley for some Charlie. reason. I also love Vince Velasquez, and I like the fact that you're using him in a relief role. Just come in and just gun him down, you know, guy when you need to miss bats. So I, I kind of like the composition of the bullpen. So I have Braves, Phillies, Mets, Nats, and Marlins, and I'm not confident in any of it. The only thing with the Nationals, Ray, is that, you know, a, a nice mix of young and old. I you know, beginning, Top three of their orders, best in baseball, Robles, Soto, and Turner. I love it. The rest, again, dog shit. Like I, Josh Bell's okay. But Schwarber, give me a break. catcher give me a break. Goma, uh, Jan Gomes, Josh Harris. Now, fuck all them. Like, garbage. Scherzer, can he hold up? No. Scher- is Strasburg, can he hold up? No. Uh, don't believe in, in, in John Lester at all. And Patrick Corbin. Pretty much deteriorated in front of our eyes last year, so I'm just bearish on the the Washington
1: National. Doesn't sound like you're a big fan there, Jeff.
0: No, I just think that, you know the downside is immense. Again, everybody stays healthy. Scherzer and Strasburg stay healthy. I mean, that that's a big difference. Scherzer and Strasburg. You plug those, and you get Corbin to be the 28, 29 year old Corbin as opposed to the 32 year old Corbin different guy as well that's a much different rotation because there's nothing else backing those guys up so that's why i'm just not bullish on the Nats. give us an mvp candidate in this division ray Flowers. do i have to yes you have to there's a Uh, lot what are you talking about i'm just
1: kidding kyle schwarber is he gonna be it no he won't be it's too obvious to go acuna right it just you can't it's just too obvious yeah stop it yeah so i won't do that so what i'm gonna do is you know what? I, it's down to two guys. It's a, a guy in a new time zone, well, not same time zone, just a new city. Yeah, you
0: fucking liar. Um, I know who you're going
1: with. And then a guy that I've been up and down and up and down on it. In the end, I've been right about him the whole time. But it's been up and down year to year. It's Lindor or Harper. Both mm-hmm. um, of man. I'm yeah, hopefully right. I, I'm gonna go with Bryce Harper. Ah, there you go. little bit of concern with Lindor. There's still the talk about the contractors we're recording this podcast. It hasn't been worked out yet. So I'll go with Bryce Harper.
0: I like it too. I love where he's going in drafts. Harper's going to be a beast. He just is. He's, this point, somehow, It's if you hang around long enough in this business, you'll see a guy going from way overrated to way underrated. And that's, <laughs> always that's yep. it always freaking happens um you know my mvp candidate just because he deserves it and he won't because ronald Acuna is on his team but freddie freeman yeah of a player just guy is just so great steady you know the whole thing hits lefty i love that just give freddie some damn credit will you i know Acuna will probably get it over him if they have a monster here but i'll go with freddie freeman there how about a breakout hitter ray flowers uh
1: breakout pitcher you mean or hitter uh hitter Oh, hitter. either one.
0: Either one. I, for, huh? I
1: forgot what we're doing here, Jeff. Yeah, so ass. did um, Been long enough. Yeah, yeah. We're only on the last division. Um, I'm gonna call this guy a breakout player because he's vastly underrated. He is almost overlooked in the fantasy game because he doesn't have 20 home run power and he doesn't have the ability to steal more than 10 bases. So, Ray, how's that player gonna break out? Well, it's gonna be Brandon Nimmo because Brandon Nimmo is going to bat lead off at least against right-handed pitching for that Mets team. That's really going to produce a lot of runs this year. Brandon Nimmo top 10 in baseball and on base percentage the last four years. He's been absolutely fantastic doing that. If you're getting on base at a 390 clip and you're hitting at the top of that order, you're scoring hundred runs. Brandon Nimmo. Interesting guy.
0: Another one that I just don't like, I just don't like Nimmo. I don't know what it is about him, but maybe, I don't know. I, I can't always with Nimmo. I just can't do it. Um, but I get it. And especially with the additions, man, you got Lindor on top of that with Pete Alonso. I mean, there's a lot of runs to be scored when you're on base as much as Nimo is. So I get it. I'll, I'll go Victor Robles. Uh, I think he can go 2030. I do worry a smidge about the power. I'm not as worried, believe it or not in the, the steals as most people are. I know the efficiency hasn't been there with him, but he's a legitimate 2030 guy who hits in front of Juan Soto, one of the best hitters in baseball i think he gets on always profiled as great on base machine and will score plenty of runs in that washington lineup so Robles is for me there and uh oh breakout pitcher is the way to go i'm trevor rogers the strikeouts are just immense there um i like it miami marlins there's a couple candidates for me in that marlins rotation but i'm putting it on tape to trevor rogers is gonna have a breakout season ray
1: Fred Rogers player profile on him just wrote it last week, or maybe it was really this week, I forget now, over yes. at Fantasy Guru. So more on him. Uh he's obviously a, a dandy in the community right now. Everyone's in on, on Mr. Rogers and, and are my they? Doc- I are think they, they are. No, it started no. the last like month. It didn't it wasn't three months Good. ago. Not you know.
0: See, I I'll be honest. I, that's one that I thought like I'm I'm ahead. Like that's one I'm saying with my chest be. And that you'll hear me talk about it more because I think like uh I'm like, oh yeah, this is where nobody's talking about him nobody's talking about him you know
1: well let's what does adp here um,
0: um it was so well over uh uh two three hundred back and when i started talking
1: about yeah it. i'm trying to 241
0: this over the last three days so yeah. he's moving up that was over 300 a week ago
1: and even yeah, further right. than that he was at 420 he's at 426 mm. for the month of march Jesus. so think about it, that that's a massive that's what i'm saying it's All been right, in the last right. month that we've seen the movement if you said that a month ago everyone would look at you funny
0: damn it i'm a chalk player
1: okay. <laughs> uh,
0: erase everything i said no uh breakout picture ray who do you got
1: i'm a chalk player too because the guy i listed uh i listed him and then his adp went up 40 spots not because i listed him but that's just the way it moved um i'm going back to the Phillies, zach efflin right. He, he's my guy and there's a, a player profile on him over at fantasy guru as well people want to read a little bit more as to why talked about him a couple of years ago when he changed
0: his workout regimen started eating right and gained velocity on his fastball and just changed his entire approach in there and there you go all right folks we have made it through 30 major league baseball teams we told you what we think about each and every damn one of them we've given you breakout hitters and pitchers and mvp candidates what else can people want what else do they want ray good lord a lot what? they want
1: moon feeding jeff
0: i guess did you see the this uh, a dude, little Nas X came out with shoes with blood in them. Did you see any of that? Uh, why? I, no, I don't know. There's why? like, there's like, you know how like Nike has the air pockets. Yeah. You now he he's got. And remember, like pimps in the '70s used to have fish <laughs> tanks, like with goldfish and shit in there. Like, <laughs> well now they have ink and a droplet of human blood in the shoes. So that
1: is just so creepy. I don't even know what to say. I don't it's either. Disturbing. It's, it's disturbing.
0: I mean, what the fuck? I mean, who who knows what blood is in there? What are you doing? You puncture a hole in there and you get freaking uh, hepatitis and shit. Like, what the fuck is wrong wow. with people?
1: I'm not so on that. Yeah,
0: not either. But uh, I am in in our our draft guide and full season fantasy baseball coverage at fantasyguru.com. ready. did a marvelous job with the draft guide again. Vlad Sedler did great work. Rob Povia, amazing. I chipped in a couple things here and there, but uh, I gotta hand it to you with masterful work yet again, my dude.
1: No, I appreciate that. Yeah, we tried to do things a little different this year, kind of approached it in a little bit of a a different way than the traditional setup and uh, i enjoyed writing it and when working on it i know that uh, you thought that the direction we took was a good one too so hopefully the listeners and the readers feel the same way i hope so
0: and remember baseball elite it's the podcast with kyle L. frank and ray flowers three days a week talking we're talking baseball every single day at FantasyGuru.com, folks so if you're there if you're already a subscriber maybe you're there for our nfl draft coverage maybe you are there from fantasy football scene that's wonderful but to hit that mlb and you can make money and profit and have a lot of fun on our fantasy baseball side as well. Subscribe to the Baseball Elite podcast. Monday's episodes are always free. The other two episodes are indeed behind the paywall, just so you guys are aware. But uh, trust me, that show alone is worth its weight in gold and way more than we're charged for it. And then you get everything else as well. And for our full season people, the weekly preview articles by Rob Povia, the pitcher rankings, the interleague matchups, the loss of a DH, gain in a DH, you know, the lefty, righty breakdowns, all that stuff. it's so important. Vlad settlers, of free agent acquisition budget who to bid on how much to bid every single week raise ramblings every single damn day ray's telling us what's going on keep his finger on the pulse of major league baseball just amazing coverage uh get over there and ray what's that promo code you always talk about it, the-
1: well it's, i think it only lasts for march oh is
0: it over it's, the- it's blue 10 blue you can 10. still
1: try to sneak it in blue 10 blue 10 it might be done in march though. i'm not sure
0: I think they're too fucking late. These guys are so lazy with canceling that. It's so oh, weird. Right. It's like, it's like our D, our DFS coverage on EliteFantasy.com. I'll have the cash game breakdowns up by the time you guys are listening to this. And um, I guarantee they were supposed to end on Thursday at midnight, the early bird. I guarantee I'm going to wake up Friday and the pricing's still the same. But get in as soon as you can because these guys do realize that uh, all the money people. So get in there, EliteFantasy.com as well. You could use that promo code blue Ten. As well for a, for a little 10% discount, everybody. Follow Ray Flowers at Baseball Guys on Twitter. And again, hear him on SiriusX on Fantasy Sports Radio with me on Wednesdays, maybe even on Thursdays uh, going forward. Him and Kyle Elfrink, Friday nights, Saturday afternoons, and then you're doing a show with Jim Bowden uh gm's corner right on uh, sundays at seven o'clock
1: that's the right time seven to nine you got it look at me look look at that i know i pay attention ray impressive i don't pay attention Uh, to what you're doing so
0: no nobody should because it's it's a disaster but there we go want to thank ray flowers for hanging out and uh putting it on tape with us here episode 59 indeed in the books everybody thank you for downloading if you could spread the word We wanna pump out as many new episodes as we can. The uh, more downloads we get, the more subscribers we get here. It's totally free. It's uncensored, it's unfiltered. Uh, Every single episode, we do so appreciate you guys, each and every one of you, for the great Ray Flowers. This is Jeff Manns reminding you, if you disagreed with anything we said today, and you probably did, it's perfectly all right. Why? This was one man's opinion. We'll see you next time, everybody.
1: Deuces. (laughs) We'll <laughs>